I understand it, a dirt road in Osceola down in South Georgia, my part of the state. That's where uh, we're at. Senator Jeffries, thanks for being with us this morning. Glad to be here. Uh, why run for lieutenant governor? What about that job uh, appeals to you? Well, you know, I'm a I'm a big people person, and I also believe that our state's been the number one business, the number one state to do business in the last five years. But as we've traveled this state, we're hearing the same thing from every business and every industry. Our workforce isn't ready to go to work. I'm a big technical college guy. I also believe that we need to get more technical in our high schools. Look, 50 percent of the students that aren't going to college, so we need to get them work ready when they're 18 years old. Uh, the job description, as you understand the job of lieutenant governor, it's a, it's a little bit more than maybe some folks understand. Certainly during the course of the legislative session, uh, the, the the president of the Senate, a, a lot by way of setting the Senate agenda. You've been in the Senate yourself, so you have a, a good look at that. What's your understanding of the job you're running for? The main part is you preside over the Senate, but you also, you're, you're leading the Senate. You want to be a leader, um, you know, the, the the lieutenant governor also appoints the senators to committees. He appoints the chairmen, and you know he helps with the Senate rules. And you know you're also going to be in negotiations with the Speaker of the House and the, and the governor, trying to get you know laws passed. All right. How long were you in the Senate? I was in the Senate seven years. All right. And now running for again effectively the leadership of the Senate as a candidate for lieutenant governor. Get to a statement I got from your campaign yesterday, and this has been quite the discussion point in our town for for a few weeks now, and certainly over the weekend. Our sheriff uh, Ira Edwards, Clark County Sheriff Ira Edwards, an announcement on Friday of last week that he would no longer hold uh, illegals, illegal immigrants, or illegal aliens uh, for ICE, the feds, to pick them up after their time from Clark County Jail had passed. Uh, if they were due for release, he'd release them, whether ICE was ready to pick them up or not. Uh, you are taking a dim view of that. A statement from your campaign, releasing criminal illegal immigrants from jail and past ICE is wrong and dangerous, meant to score political correctness points from the left at the expense of endangering families. Elaborate on that point. You know, the right thing to do is always alert ICE. We should be working with ICE. You know, when we were releasing these folks, there's been many examples across the, the country of criminals slipping free like this and then committing other crimes, you know, sometimes violent crimes. I believe the question law enforcement should ask is what is the best safe, safety of law-abiding citizens, not what is politically correct thing to do. I just, I'm disappointed we've seen this across the country. You know, we've actually had one case in California where we released somebody and they ended up later on murdering, some, murdering somebody. You know, I, I would hate for the sheriff to be in that predicament and how he would answer that if that happened in Clark County. Now, what the sheriff says is that he will continue to notify ICE when a suspected illegal alien is booked into the Clark County Jail, and that is, that's no more or less than complying with federal law. I think even state law has that you have to do that. Uh, it means that Athens is not going to be, as some have described here, nobody's talking about a sanctuary city, at least as we, I think, properly understand that term. You know, based on the crime, and I don't know what the crimes are, and, but, but he also needs to, when he lets them go, he needs to give ICE every chance to, to bet these people, you know, make sure we're not letting somebody back on the street that's going to commit another crime. Like I said, sometimes a bad crime. What should happen there, the, irrespective of what our particular sheriff decides to do or some other sheriff decides to do, what can the state legislature do? Everybody, I've, I've covered a number of these forums and I've listened to a number of candidates and they all kind of default back to the, the same standard answer. This is a federal issue, get Congress to fix it. Uh, okay, but if Congress isn't, what is there for the states to do? 
And that's something I think we need to address next year when we're lieutenant governor. We're going to address that. We need to be working with the sheriff associations and all the police officers in, in this great state to make sure we're not letting criminal, you know, somebody out that's going to commit a violent crime later on. What are folks worried about? You're down there in South Georgia, Osceola right now, Irwin County, and I'm sure meeting with the folks down there as you make your way around the state elsewhere. What are the people talking to you about? What are the issues that they're concerned about? Now going back to what I said earlier, the biggest thing is workforce, and a skilled workforce. I mean, it, we would, yesterday we was in McDonough at Bennett Motor. They said, we can't even find CDL drivers. I mean, that is something that it pays good money. And we got to get like a go back to we got to get these kids when they graduate from high school. Fifty percent aren't going to college, so we need to get those fifty percent trained to do something. And matter of fact, a perfect example in Henry County, we're going to be opening what not we're going to be redoing a high school, Henry County High School, and starting in the ninth grade. That's going to be basically a technical high school, and they're going to have forty-seven different trades. That look, I have I raised four daughters. I knew by the ninth grade whether they were going to college or not. So if I'm a parent and I know my son or my daughter is not going to college, I want them to get the proper training so when they go into the workforce, they can get a good job. You know, ultimately, Senator Jeffries, people are going to go where they want to go. These kids, uh, your daughters, our son, they're going to do what they want to do in terms of their education. They'll pursue what they can and where their interest lies. But I wonder if there's not maybe some role. We've kind of, whether this is for the state, whether this is for parents and families, the culture at large, we've just kind of drilled it into everybody's head that everybody is expected to go to college or some kind of failure or some kind of disappointment if you don't. And I look around at some of the jobs that are being cranked out of these technical schools and some of the people who are making good money doing some of those jobs, uh, stack that up against some of these degrees that people are getting from our colleges and universities that don't really uh, line them for any particular skill set. I wonder if maybe we don't need to change culturally the way we try to uh, steer our young people. I agree 100%. My, my oldest daughter went to college, got a degree, and she's not even using what that degree. I mean, she's actually shoots guns for a living. And my daughter that just graduated, her, her field that she got in college, she's in a different field too. You know, I'm in the water and wastewater business, and everybody goes, oh, wastewater. Wastewater treatment and water treatment is a great field to be in right now. matter of fact, we are out trying to recruit high school kids to go to our classes and learn how to be uh, operators across the state. Because every city and county has got them. I was going to let you go, but then you said that thing about your daughter shooting guns for a living. You've intrigued me now. What kind of job is that? Well, she is actually sponsored by FNN and uh, Gaston Glock. And I, when she got turned 21, she wanted to go get her permit to carry a gun. She was working in Atlanta. And I said, well, before you do that, you've got to make sure you know how to properly handle it. So I got a friend of mine, trainer. And about six months later, they surprised us by showing that she was shooting steel plate championships around the state and was actually winning some. And so she has been doing that for the last four years. <laughs> that's, that's a great story. Uh, how goes the campaign? I know we're five weeks out now. Do you like where you are? Yeah, we do. We like where we're at. We've been out. We've been averaging about 1,200 miles a week. And we're just, like I said, we're in Oak, we was in Waycross last night. We're in Osceola and Douglas today. And going to be back in Henry County. Got my golf tournament on Thursday. You know, what people don't understand is two, in two weeks, early voting starts, yeah. April 30th. And we kind of catch people by surprise when we say that. And people are so used to the primary being in July, they, have not, they keep forgetting it's in May now. So that's our goal is to try to get the people to understand when to vote and Send that message. All right, Senator Rick Jeffries, best of luck on the campaign trail. Thanks right. for your time this morning. Thank you.